Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah! Definitely some disgust. Rose, and I think a little fear. Ah! But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere where even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broadwasted podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and the vampires named Bernadette were born in Puerto Rico on those satin summer nights. But can I forgive him on a Sunday afternoon? Time is an ocean on the trailway bus, but Virgil was just shoplifting clothes. <laughs> you know, a killer wants to go to college, too. Joining us today are the usual <laughs> Adios Hermanos, including Kevin wants Where to go to college this? one, Jager. Oh, one, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> Kimberly, our quality game master and unofficial babysitter for the sure. hour. And with us today is somebody you've seen surely on Broadway in Will Rogers' Follies, How to Succeed in Business, Chicago, Jekyll and Hyde, or as you heard earlier in this podcast, The Cakeman. <laughs> or a million other things across the country and on television. She's currently starring in The Girl from the North Country on Broadway. Let's give a big broad-waisted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Luba Mason. Y'all ready for this? I'm so sorry. You guys got this down. You guys. Smooth criminals. I don't know who to look at or listen to or... You can follow her on social media at Luba Mason. Um, but uh, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Oh, pleasure. Real pleasure. Absolutely. So funny story. When I was in school, uh, the first thing a lot of my classmates and I did for theater, um, we went to the library, and I'm sure you guys did it too, and we found every CD of every album that we could, and we burned them so we would have 
you know, our hard drive, hard drive filled with albums. Oh, yeah. And they're all alphabetical. And so Cape Man came up very early in like my like research of all that. So I've listened to it many, many times. It's a beautiful it's score. It's a gorgeous score. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when when we found out that we that we were having you on the show, yeah. I could not wait for the opportunity to, to do a Cape, Cape Man, Man intro. intro. <laughs> That was, that was that was very exciting for me. Did you did you see the show? I did not see the oh, show. Okay. But I've only listened to the album. Okay, but that was that was very exciting for me. Yeah, I you know we've done several um, productions of that um, over the years. We did sure. one at the Delacorte. Mm-hmm. We did one at BAM, and um, you know I'm just kind of hoping somebody wakes up and just brings this 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 musical back. I would love to see it. It's. Uh, it's beautiful. I think it was just a bit ahead of its time, really, sure. when it was presented. And um, it had some problems, but uh, nothing that couldn't what doesn't? be fixed. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. sure. Nothing that could be, yeah. couldn't be fixed. The imperfect stuff is the best stuff. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And the score, Paul Simon. That's why we love Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> So I, I don't know. You said it was Paul Simon? Paul Simon. You can't go wrong. I yeah. mean, it's oh, just no, really no. beautiful. And I met my, my current husband in the in the show. So Aww. that worked out well Aww. for you. It worked very well. <laughs> <laughs> a show, yeah. I yeah. guess it's a showmance that, that, yeah. that lasted. Went, that, yeah. That yeah. Showmance well. to romance. Like, there I feel like it could be a Hallmark movie about yeah. your experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show is over. The Kickman. Exactly. The Kickman. Why do you say that? The I think it's funny. There was a sketch on SNL where Horatio Sands was playing Elton John and he was running a Wolfman musical and he would always say, I'm running a musical about the Wolfman. And I just think it's the funniest thing. So, oh, I get it. So, and, <laughs> so that's why I do that. Like Lady Gaga. Yeah. I just think the emphasis on the wrong place is a very funny thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is. That is very much like your and sense of a, humor in a nutshell. It's very Brian humor, yes. yes. It's like, just say something a little wrong. Um, <laughs> but um, let's start with, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are we drinking? What are you guys drinking? Uh, we got some new Hudson Maple Cask Rye. Because it's which, our fave and we're obsessed. Yeah. I wasn't going to drink today because I have been forgetting to eat lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I did eat lunch today, but right, I'm right. still just like, um, I have been bad at that. And so I'm drinking a lot of water next to a very small whiskey. Awesome. I am not drinking the water. I just went straight for the Maple <laughs> Cask Rye because it is my favorite. It really is so good. And I'm drinking the uh, Tonteo with jalapeno. Ooh, so and nice. spicy. Um, it's it's a, red. It's a uh, it's a raspberry iced tea. Oh, yeah, that's a combo. Yeah, it's I good. didn't know you could do that. Sure, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you really can. Yeah, yeah. You proved that with the <laughs> Dr. The, Pepper, the no. olive juice. Oh, the olive juice and lime. Yeah, that was a terrible mistake. Yeah, Brian made a drink with vodka, olive juice, and lime juice. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like lemon lime, lime seltzer. Yeah, he was yeah, like let's was try it. Yeah, it was a lime seltzer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was all no. wrong. No. And <laughs> that was wrong. So it was we disgusting. Have, we have the Hudson and the Tonteo. Um, and so you tomorrow yes. are you're going into the theater for the Girl from the North Country. The Belasco, our first day in. That's yeah. so Ooh, exciting. It really is. It really and it's a beautiful it's theater. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it's really beautiful. nice. What excites you? What's exciting about that day? We we talk a lot about just like previews and rehearsing, but in terms of like the first time in that space, what do you you've done it a couple of times. Um, what do you what do you take from that day? Um, I think it's just the first time you st- step on the stage and you see the, you know, the audience. It's just the reality that you're you're on Broadway or mm-hmm. back on Broadway. Sure. And that's that's very thrilling. Um, Is it the same thrill every time? Because I know you've done it quite a few times in your career. No, it's not the same every time. 
Um, but it's been 15 years since I've been on Broadway. So, really? Yeah. Oh. I know. I, I just, I just like remember that <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Oh wow! I was like, wow, it's been a long time. So it, it's, it's very, it's. I'm very excited to be back on Broadway. That's sure. Um, awesome. Also, it's really kind of exciting is to see where your dressing room is. <laughs> how many flights of stairs? And how big or small it is. And on what floor? Yeah. How, how many steps you got? How many steps? How big you is the window? Yeah. If there is a window. Yeah, right. Wow, <laughs> oh, that's so good. Can you wave through it? Do the lights work? <laughs> um, so you were in it off-Broadway at the public. Yes. Yeah. Um, and now you're, obviously, as we talked about, going into it on Broadway. I guess you've been in rehearsal for a couple weeks now. Uh, about almost four weeks. Okay. okay. Yeah. What is... What's been the transition of the piece that you had frozen off Broadway and kind of rethinking it, maybe reworking some things for for Broadway? What has been that transition? Major changes or kind of just like reforming it for a different space? Um, both. Um, what's different is we've got three new cast members. Okay. Uh -huh. So it brings in a whole different dynamic. Sure. Um, and different energy to to feed off of. So I think it was also the director's, um, you know, his his duty to now get these new actors to fit in with who he already had mm -hmm. and to kind of fill in the gaps. Sure. Um, and so there's been a lot of tweaking. There's yeah. been um, some script changes because when you, you know, we were, we were also fortunate. We have the director who also wrote the piece. So oh, we, wow. so we, we have, you know, carte blanche to, yeah. in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. if there's a line that doesn't work for somebody, you know, he goes, okay, let's change it, you know, and he'll just like throw That's out. That's amazing to have that. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Creativity huge. in the room it's with everybody. Huge. Yeah. Or if something's not working, he changes it. Yeah. Um, so there've been those kinds of changes in the script. I mean, nothing major plot wise or anything, but, um, just the fact that there's new people and, and that brings in, you know, differences. Yeah. And um, I, I think he just kind of, as a whole, really wanted to, you know, wants to bring the piece to, to a different level, a higher sure. level to, to make it better, which he has. Um, you know, the piece takes place in the Depression in sure. 1934, so... Mm -hmm. It could so it's be, a rowdy piece. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly um, what what Connor, our, Connor McPherson, sure. um, yeah, yeah. wonderful, wonderful writer and director. Um, I think he also wanted to not. Uh, he wanted to elevate the piece so it wasn't too depressing. It wasn't so because it is a very, you know, you're 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 looking at thirteen principal characters on stage who are going through some serious. Troubles yeah. during the depression, so it was a great depression, though. So he was trying to keep the the mood sure. as uplifting as possible. So yeah. it's somber, areas. not depressing. Yeah, or just you know injecting enough humor in the piece so you're not just sitting there like right. crying your eyes out the whole the whole two hours, you know. In terms That'd of nice. space. 
What have you oh, done? It's different too. What have, yeah, what have you done or the cast members or have you been directed to kind of fill that space, whether it be physically, emotionally? What are some of those tweaks that you've had to kind of adapt to? Well, first of all, the stage is a little bit smaller than what we had down at the public. I was oh. going to ask because the Velasco's not huge. It's not. Uh, we don't, we're, we're, sh- we're short about eight feet in depth and about huh. four feet. Um, on either end, or one, just one? Less wide mm-hmm. in the proscenium. So everything is a little bit more squished together. Um, so there's that that. Um, what an interesting challenge. thing, because you usually think it's going to go the other way when you go to Broadway. Right. But I guess Thing. the yeah. house is bigger, but the stage is smaller. Yes. Yeah. 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 And we're also, like we've a got funnel. a raked. Yeah. <laughs> we're also going to have a raked stage, which is Ooh, terrific like for, for the uh, the audience. Yeah. But it wreaks havoc on your spine. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially yes. in heels. So now yeah. get to the theater and see, where's physical therapy? Where's... Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and that's all in place. And they're, co- you know. Yeah, of course. Us workshops on that and all of that oh good um so yeah space wise i mean because we all watched that documentary about the celine dion concert that had a rake stage no, no. i did not see that yeah so like kevin so, speaking for himself <laughs> <laughs> but we all watched that i mean i watched yeah. it and it's the extras on the dvd of her concert in vegas and it's all about oh, these dancers you we've all seen this <laughs> yes we've all seen the I extras on that. <laughs> no, the dancers talk about how like they're doing all these crazy leaps yeah and all this like ridiculous dancing on a stage that is like heavily raked and so they talked about like how they go through physical therapy yeah, and like yeah. then like injuries can be like really intense if you're not careful with that yeah. talk to anyone this who's been in cats yeah wicked oh wow they're, oh they're yeah raked. wicked is raked wicked is a rake the wow. Gershwin has a rake stage yeah wow I mean yeah. this is not severely raked yeah no no it's enough so, but it's enough yeah and, and it's really to the enhancement of the play for really, sure and the audience for the audience so using Bob Dylan's song so for those of you who don't know uh Girl from the North Country is using Bob Dylan songs. Correct. Um, but in very different arrangements. Um, yes. The arrangements are stunning, actually, by Simon Hale. With him being such a... Uh, <coughs> with him being such a storyteller in his music, through his lyrics, how has that been a different experience? Or maybe it relates to Cateman, uh, where, <laughs> you know, telling the story, those songs are kind of written from a different perspective, not necessarily from a, quote, musical theater perspective what how has that been um well first of all our show is not a jukebox musical Mm -hmm. it's not that the music is furthering the plot of the play or the story so the way the music has been dropped into place throughout the show is is primarily to comment on a mood that happened in the scene before it or after it okay or um You know, I guess just comment even on like the scene or anything like that. Is it that. very you like know, Spring Awakening kind of? I, did, I don't know. <laughs> like, isn't that what Spring and Awakening that, kind of does? Kind of, that the lyrics no, no. were a little more poetry. It, it does, yes, like it, in order, yeah. like, it's more commentary than it is like yeah. diegetic it, music. Yeah, it's more like. But, but it's not like you see setting the, the, a tone. The, 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 yeah. One of the lead characters, you know, she's pregnant and all of a sudden she she breaks into a song about pregnancy or something. Right. You know, it's not yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mood is. Uh, the, the music is creating a mood or it's sure. commenting on something that happened or will happen. That's exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's done in a very. I can't it's, wait. You know, the show is more of a play with music. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, really absolutely. what it is. It's really different. Really cool. different. So let's flash back for a moment. 
Uh oh. Let's. <laughs> do you remember? How far back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember your first experience seeing a show and being like, "Oh, I want to do that." Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, I the first two shows I saw. One was the Magic Show. Oh. Um, cool. You know, like my godmother took me to see it, and mm-hmm. and I I it. I didn't even. Uh, it was my first Broadway show. I didn't yeah. know what was to the expect. Magic show, how fun! That's it was just. Awesome. Yeah. It was awesome, and yeah. I was just mesmerized. Yeah. And then the second show I saw was dancing. Uh, <laughs> seriously? Yeah. <laughs> so you saw you saw uh, Stephen Schwartz Schwartz. Well, this was a few Schwartz years Schwartz later show. that I that yeah. I saw. And then and then fought like this. What amazing! Yeah, and and I remember seeing Anne Ranking in Fosse. Uh, yeah. And oh sure. I just remember her body, her long body and those long legs and that long hair just slithering around this pole. Yeah. Down to the floor of the stage and and just took my breath away sure and i went oh my god that's what i want to do yeah i mean the just... pole thing <laughs> <laughs> and and i'm a pole dancer now yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, no um i think it was just the the fact that it took my breath away whatever she did up there yeah. i mean she sang she danced took my breath away it was just kind of captivating an audience like that i sure. just um and the magic show just just the singing and and some something live that was just would you say it was a magical experience <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what i don't even remember <laughs> <laughs> good answer, good answer. Good answer. shut him down the magic show anymore that <laughs> so the only song i remember is the lion tamer that like everyone sings in college right yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, like, I think that's I don't the know only. About it. It was like an hour and a half. It's like a really short show, apparently. Yeah, I was looking it up. Doug Henning, I, I, I remember, was the lead. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah. I mean, it was it was a vehicle for him yeah. to do his magic. You know, and yeah. you are there was magic to do. You're oh, wrong show, no. <laughs> <laughs> wrong Stephen Schwartz show. And you are uh, just as well known for your incredible voice as like just a singer and a soloist as you are as like an actress. So were you singing first and then discovered that you wanted to do theater no, or I was dancing for. I mean, I. I I grew. I mean, I was a classical pianist for thirteen years. Oh wow! And um, in high school, I did the musicals. Yeah, I want to be a musical theater. I want to be on Broadway. <laughs> and so I stop but, doing an impression of me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're doing an impression of me. <laughs> um, no, but I, I. By the time I went to college, I had so much musical background. Um, I knew I needed. Uh, work in the acting. So I was a, an acting major in, in, at NYU. I, I, sure. It was in the drama department. Um, but my last year in college at, at NYU, I had like eight credits to kill, and there was a new program with the American Dance Machine uh-huh. that I that, that was affiliated. Yeah. Did you They're really? Awesome. Yeah. And um, so I took like eight credits with Lee Theodore, who was alive at the time. <gasps> That's a And brilliant. I just took like, you know, seven hours of dancing a day, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which I'd never done before because now I had the acting training in NYU, I had the musical training from years, and now I knew I needed some dance training. And Lee just really what took me to under it. her yeah. wing. Yeah. Um, once I started taking her classes, and she, the day after I graduated, she hired me to be in her company. Not that I was such a fabulous, you know, ballet-trained dancer, which sure. I wasn't. Right. Um, but I was very coordinated. I picked up very quickly, and she needed strong singers in her company. Oh, yeah. you were that triple and, threat. Yeah, so those of you who are not familiar with American Dance Machine, um, they really 
recreated the original choreography of past Broadway shows. Mm -hmm. It was like a living archive. Mm -hmm. Like we exactly. redid the original Agnes DeMille choreography from Oklahoma, cool. uh, Ron Fields' original choreography from Cabaret. This is amazing. You know, the Aggie dance from Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> I mean, these are just a few wow. examples. Yes. How much of that do you remember is still in your body? Um, some of it I still remember because Lee Theodore, who was the director and founder, she was the original Anybody's in West Side Story. Sure. So wow. we did a lot. I knew. Excuse me? That I don't think I knew. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, we did a lot of the West Side Story vocabulary in class. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, and, and that's yeah. like basically getting it like almost firsthand because you're getting it from somebody in the original oh, yeah. company. Yeah. So. Which was yeah. the point of the American Dance yeah. Machine. Having yeah. heard of them is that they were trying to preserve the choreography the best Absolutely. way from body to body. Yeah. And you, cause you That's can't so be written cool. Would you, would you say from anybody? From anybody. <laughs> 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 to other body. <laughs> and, and every day of the week in dance class, like Mondays was the 1920s dance steps. Oh, that's so Tuesdays cool. Tuesdays was the 30s, which is all the Latin stuff, the mambo, the, uh -huh. the merengue, blah, blah, blah. 40s, you know, um, all of the bebop, the uh, mm -hmm. whatchamacallit, the 40s jitterbug dancing, and jitterbug, jitterbug and all of that stuff. Um, 50s, we did the whole West Side Story vocabulary. Sure. <sighs> and, the, and Fridays was the 60s, you know, kind of hair stuff and, and, and on. That was when, you know, when I was in the company. <laughs> um, you know, Michael Jackson was really big, so we yeah. were doing all of that break thriller dancing and stuff. Yeah. And oh, the thriller, cool. we were recreating the thriller choreography. <laughs> it was really wild, you know? It was well, fun. That's you, a really interesting week. So, just started. Yeah. yeah. So I started as a dancer. Yeah, yeah. So then when I finished with the company, and I started auditioning for Broadway shows, I was always hired, I, at first, you know, I was in the chorus, and I was hired as a dancer who sang really well. In, and this was what and led to And that was Will Rogers', Rogers Follies. Follies. That was sure. late night comedy, which they do which in Dance Machine like now. Days. <laughs> um, you know, and then it came back to haunt me in, in Chicago, and I did Chicago, you know, I was like, okay, pull out those dancing <laughs> shoes. <Yeah>. <laughs> Get the leotard back on. Oh, Oh my God, let's uh, before we talk a little bit more, let's yeah. play a game. Yeah, let's do it. We should oh. talk during the game, though. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's a silent game, you know, podcasting. Yeah, podcasting, <laughs> silent games. Um, I figured we'd just play a quick round of heads up. Great, is I love that, that fun? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've pulled some lights of Broadway show cards. These happen to all be shows. No actors in this pile. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think we'll know most of them. Great. You can always so. pass. Um, how you play the game is you would put the card on your head. We all try and get each other to guess what it is. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, you picked a very hard one to start yeah. with. A, a through what? A through... Zorba? Z Zed Zorba. There you go. Zed. Just be silly. Um, and we are all playing together as a team, not to against anyone. To see how many anyone, we can get. To sure. see how many we can get in two minutes. Great. If we have fun, we can do a second round. Cool, great. If we don't have fun, we can leave. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Yeah, yeah, we'll just move on. Will move Rogers on. Follies move on? Oh, God. You're welcome. Thank you. I don't what? know why I said thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you right. starting, Kimberly? Um, yes. All right, let's do this. Okay, we can do this. I, I feel... I needed a sip. Okay. So wait a minute. We're, we're, we're doing the clues, so you guess it. Correct. And then I'll... Oh, sorry. All right. And, and then, then pass I will the next pass person. it around. All right. And it's we'll a hot potato. Ready. Let's we do this. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, it was at the Long Acre. Adam uh, Kaplan took over hey, for it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. 
I can't uh, see you're covering. Oh, bonjour. Oh, no. I closed very quickly. Uh, Amelie. Yes. <laughs> bonjour. Oh, it, uh, Catherine uh, Zeta-Jones did it. Yes. A little night music. Then, yes. He, oh my gosh. I don't know. I believe in you. Uh, um, this has a really long title. <laughs> and oh, it was oh yes, it was Josh in a tent, Groban, and then it was recently. on Broadway. War and oh. Peace. Oh. Oh. It's two people's yeah. names, uh, and then like something like in the sky. And... Oh. Yeah. Bo- from and Karloff. <laughs> <laughs> so from Rocky and Bullwinkle, Boris and... Ooh. Oh, the woman who was with him. Oh, my God. No. Uh, a very French male name for Peter. Pierre, oh, Pierre. Yes. Pierre and the, co- the oh, the comet. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Natasha Pierre yeah. and the, oh, yeah. Oh, this, we love the show. Uh, Dory we Priest We all went it. to it in, oh, when prom. we were 18. Yes. <laughs> uh, we did that one We just did Oh, it. Little Lady Sing. Yes. Oh, no, we did We just did that one, too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this oh, Kristen um, Chenoweth did it with not, Peter Gallagher. Not this time period, but the previous oh, uh, time period. On the 20th century. Yes. yes. Oh, no, I'm nervous. Uh, it happens over and over and over Andy and over Carl again. It. it was a movie that Bill Murray did. It's when Murray a rodent did. sees its shadow, and it might be It's the first. It's the first day of February. Oh, oh is that what I it is? I said the word. Yes. I'm going to cheat. Okay. <laughs> Can I cheat? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I knew that. Girl, let me do one more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was uh, Patti LuPone and, and Christine Ebersole were playing like makeup, makeup people. Oh, yeah. and I saw it. Yeah, not love, but hate. In love, oh, no. in love and, and love and all's fair in love and blank. All's fair in world love. blank two. That's it. War paint. War paint. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> it's okay. We can. We're gonna do another round. We'll do another oh, round. No. <laughs> I think we got eight or nine. We got eight. We got eight. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. We can beat Let's it. Do we can it. do this. Okay. Uh, um, it's nine eleven musical. Newfoundland. Uh, yes. Oh jeez, you guys are good. I wanna be the producers. Yes. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I dropped the oh, cards god. in Brian's lap. Oh, oh, oh we're just talking about the, the makeup. War paint. Yes. Okay. Be careful. Oh lord. Lord goodness gracious. Uh, this uh, is a two gay men I who have am. a son who's marrying a girl. It's the the, the movie is The Birdcage. Oh! So French for uh, The Birdcage. The Cage of Birds? <laughs> the Birdcage. Oh, La Cage of Falls. Yes! Jeez, <laughs> oh. you guys. Uh, oh, it's uh, King John Arthur. Andrews Julie and Andrews. King Richard Burton. Yes. Uh, uh, Tuesdays in the Corner with Kevin. Bernadette Peters. Uh, this is Ben Platt with a tree. Sad fell out of a tree. Yes. Okay. Sad fell out of a tree. Or did he? Oh, it's the it's not a oh. show. It's a thing you put on the stage at the end of the night and you turn a it on. A lamp. Yeah, but kind of. like ooh. 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 Call what it. makes that noise? Ooh. What haunts the theater? Yes. yes. And then ghost life. Yes. yes. <laughs> Got in there. Yeah, that should not be I in that pile. I've never heard of that musical. Oh, it's not, <laughs> not that exactly, musical. right? Um, uh, uh, Glenn Close. Glenn Close. With one Sunset look. Yes. yes. You can sing for clues. Of course you can. Come to the cabaret. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh Agnes DeMille choreography. Uh, Oklahoma. Yes. Yeah. 
where the wind comes. <laughs> um, if I were a rich man, that I'd be on the road. Yes. yes. Oh, no, See, we just have to sing at her. Sliding doors, but not. If then. No. <laughs> That's the end. Yes. You guys are really good. I think we really know each other not. too well. I think we beat it. I got we three. Did. I got three. I got four. You got three. Oh, we definitely beat it. Yeah. Three, 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 and nine plus four is thirteen. We got thirteen. We did. We killed it. We killed it. Cheers. Cheers. We did it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus cheers all right so let's i have to ask a question now i'm sorry okay so we're moving into new questions. So, I love Jekyll and Hyde. Wow! Like, <laughs> like a lot. Okay. Um, oh, and you're one of those. So I want to ask you. I want to ask you a question about yeah, it yeah. because I. It is a show that you took over in a role that was written specifically for one person's voice. David Hasselhoff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but not funny. not even just for her voice. It was written by her husband. Correct. Wait, so, really? Yes. Frank Wildhorn and Linda Edder were still together yeah. when oh, Jekyll yeah. and Hyde happened. Because oh, yeah. he I found her on Star Search because Correct. she won for like 23 weeks in a row. Um <clears throat> I'm, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, and Linda Edder came to perform with the Jacksonville Pops, and I oh, saw her, and it like, changed my world. Um, and then I saw her when I was older, and it was even better, because she was performing based on her album, and all these pe- people kept shouting after every song for her to sing from Jekyll and Hyde, <laughs> and she grabbed the microphone, and she was like, I just have to say that I only did one Broadway show, and people keep asking me to sing Broadway songs. I will sing what I want to sing. And then she continued, and it was incredible. She sassed the entire audience, and I loved it. So, my question for you, what was that like, taking on a role that was like, like very specifically form-fitted for one specific performer? Um, well, vocally... I grew up singing very similar. I mean, I, you know, a lot of people said that she sounded like, like a lot like a Barbara Streisand. Yes. And Barbara Streisand was one of my, you know, like favorite idols growing up. And so I kind of grew up with a very similar style of, of singing that way. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, as far as like the, the singing style and all of that, that was easy for me to kind of slip into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the other thing is, what was important for me when I when I took over the role is I really wanted to make it my own. Yeah. Um, I saw Linda do it. She was terrific. But I really wanted to put my own stamp on it. Sure. And A supporting so, role that has like 18 songs. Sort of, just about. And so 
I, there were there were definitely things that I wanted to change in the script, or or just you know actions or choreography or something, and so I figured that out, and I you know I spoke with the uh, the director. I had a meeting with him beforehand, mm -hmm. just to make sure that the you know these were my ideas. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't want to go in just mimicking Linda. Right. You know, I I thought it was important for me to go in there being me, yet honoring the style and everything that was written the way it was. And, Were and you I the first replacement? I was. I was her first oh, replacement. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it was really important, I think, for the producers and for Frank and everyone that I didn't lose, you know, the essence of what they created for this role. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to keep the essence of that but still make it my own. And and I Sorry. I know I, I believe I accomplished that because the producers were very pleased. Yeah. And I... And, um, I mean, when she left, there were, you know, her fans were out in the street. They had to close the street down because there were so many people. And so it was, She's it, it, there was a lot of pressure on me to like, yeah. is she going to keep this show open or mm -hmm. not? Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. And oh so it was kind of like a fine line to walk on, to, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But it was exciting. And it was really my first singing, singing role on Broadway because people really didn't know that I sang at that point. Oh, what uh, a they, cool way to show them, especially oh, with a role with like eleven, you have like eleven, eleven o'clock numbers. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you don't think I can sing? <laughs> no, and it, and I have a story because I, I yeah. tried when I heard that she was leaving the show. I felt that I was perfect for this role mm -hmm. because we were also two very tall women. We were mm -hmm. both physically kind of the same. She, we were, she doesn't match the mold of what you usually see, no, in, especially and, that time. And so physically, we were a lot the same. Age-wise, we were very much in the same category. I knew I could sing the material. And the, the people who were casting it at the time, um, when my agent pitched me, they said, um, oh, Luba Mason, no, we're looking for real singers for this show. And they wouldn't even give me uh, an audition. Mm -hmm. But I knew the musical director yeah, of the show, did. Jason Howland. <laughs> yeah. oh, I wrote a note, yeah. back, send it backstage, because I had done like a workshop for Jason like a couple years before. Uh -huh. He wrote me back immediately, called my agents, and what do you know, the next morning I had an audition. Wow. So yeah. anyway, I learned like two of the songs, but, but it was... Um, yeah, it was just really thrilling. To the, I mean, that role just represented that score so many is for so me. lovely. And oh, it's beautiful. Now, it's just beautiful. I made the joke that she has like eleven, eleven o'clock numbers, but she really does. Yeah, like she every does. song she sings is like a huge show-stopping number, either emotionally oh, or vocally. That, yeah, and, and you hold that note for like twenty-one bars at the end. Did you have a favorite one of those songs that you got to perform? Um, <clears throat> gosh, you know. I, I love the duet that I did with with the the dangerous uh, game. No, no, no. It was <laughs> oh uh, the girl in duet his in his eyes. Yeah, his eyes oh, was really beautiful. Yeah. I also loved someone like you. I mean, that ended up such one. a good song. And then uh, a new life ended up. A new life is I ridiculous. Spoiler alert: A new life just a new life is one of those songs that just like it's not going to modulate again. Oh, it oh it is. And, it did. <laughs> and, you're, and you're singing it on a bed, you know. Yeah. <laughs> In this tight corset, and your mm -hmm. boobs are like hanging out, and you're just like, ah, you know, yeah. just one of those, a new life, and then, you know. Yeah, she did, uh, she did that when I saw her at the Jacksonville Pops. 
Oh, cool. She sang a new life. She's and like, it was fine, just, this is the one theater song I'll do. But it, yeah, that was like the one she did. And it was just, it brought the house down because yeah. everyone was just like, how do you keep, like that song is like a marathon. It is. It like is. locally yeah, it a marathon. Line. It's yeah. like some songs like The Ladies Who Lunch are marathons because there's so many lyrics. Right. A New Life has like a good amount of lyrics, but it's really just the vocal stamina. Oh, of, it's the vocal stamina. <laughs> and sure. it's like after three other huge yeah. vocal stamina <laughs> And she's yeah. the, the supporting actress in the show. Yeah. Was, oh, uh, was yeah. Robert Cuccioli still in it with you? Yes. I got to do it with him for about three months. Uh, three or four months. Were you months. the first replacement of yeah. the principal cast? For, uh, yeah, I so was. So Christine, uh, oh, wow. who, who? Christian uh, Christian Noll. Christian Noll was, yeah. was still I there. I still did it with her and with Robert Cuccioli. Mm. Um, and then once their year contract was up, that's when they, they brought left in um, Rob Evan and hmm. uh, I forgot who else. Anastasia Barzi, I think. Sure. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I know you did it there, but did you also do it Tuesdays in the Corner with Kevin? It's Kevin's Corner. Welcome to Kevin's Corner, where I have three <laughs> highly researched questions for you. Based on your, based Starting on your Wikipedia page. And then going down a Wikipedia rabbit hole. Okay. So we'll see how this goes. They're really smart, so we'll see how this happens. I did not write my Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody did. (laughs) Okay, so Luba, question one. According to your Wikipedia page, as a singer, you have performed in international jazz and music festivals, as well as major jazz and music clubs around the country, where you've trademarked your own musical format called Mixtura, Mm -hmm. a blend of different musical currents. Yes. A current mirror, on the other hand, is a circuit designed to copy a current throughout one active device by controlling the current in another active device of a circuit, keeping the outer uh, output current consistent regardless of loading. The current can, being copied can be, and sometimes is, a varying signal current. Conceptually, an ideal current mirror Where are you going with this, is Kevin? simply an ideal <laughs> inverting current amplifier that reverses the current direction as well. Well, Just You Wait, on the other hand, is a Soviet, later Russian, animated series that follows the comical adventures of a mischievous yet artistic wolf trying to catch and presumably eat a hare. The show won a 2014 all-Russian poll for favorite cartoon animated series of all time. So my question is, who is your favorite cartoon character of all time? Oh, Popeye. Really? (laughs) Why? I don't know why. It was the first thing that came to me because I just I just couldn't have enough of them when I was a kid growing sure. up. I just loved Big watching. fan of spinach. I hated spinach. <laughs> but I just I don't know what it was about Popeye. I He's just, just funny. I just I just adored him. Sure. That's good. I like that. That's a good answer. Question two. They get harder. <laughs> Longer. <laughs> According to your Wikipedia page. Your 15-plus-year Broadway career began with Tommy Toon's Tony Award-winning Will Rogers Follies, Mm -hmm. where you first appeared as the second Ziegfeld Follies girl from the left, later taking over for the sassy starring role of Ziegfeld's favorite. Mm -hmm. Favorite Story, on the other hand, is an American old-time radio dramatic anthology advertised as a show that stands a head and shoulders above the finest programs on the air, where each episode featured an adaptation of a story selected by a celebrity purportedly their favorite, such as Alice in Wonderland, Frankenstein, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and Oliver Twist. Mm -hmm. Twist and Pulse, 
on the other hand, made up of Ashley Glazabrook and Glenn Murphy, are an English street dance duo based in London. They were runners-up of the fourth series of Britain's Got Talent in 2010 and later won the spinoff show Britain's Got Talent The Champions in 2019, becoming champion of champions. They were runners-up but still got to be champions? Because, like, the top three got to move in. So my question is, what Broadway performers would you name the champions in the following categories? A, champion scene partner, who's been, like, one of the best people to do a show with. Jerry Mitchell. Mm. Really? He was, my, he was my dance partner in Will Rogers Follies. Yes. He was so, I was going to say no. cool. <laughs> you can totally say that. He was, okay. He was fun. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, champion musical duet partner. Musical duet partner. Um, wow. Owie. And we know you loved everyone you've performed with. This is just like somebody who pops into your mind is somebody who you... Um, I think just right off the bat was, um, I guess I could say Robert Cuccioli. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. He If was, you love those music and he's fantastic. He was terrific. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was kind of like my, he was my first leading man, really, in my first leading role. Yes. And, and it was, uh, he was terrific. Oh, was I love terrific. that. Uh, champion positive attitude. Somebody who you've worked with who's just like... A ray of sunshine. Um, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now I'm working with um, Mayor Winningham. Oh, yeah. Girl yeah, yeah, from yeah. the North Country. And she is just the nicest, cheeriest. Um, and if you can be that way in a show about the depression, like, you're winning. <laughs> she's just a very positive person and always has the right thing to say and just has your back. And That's just wonderful. really a lovely, lovely, lovely human being. Solid. Uh, champion Wit. Wit. Oh, boy. I'm like thinking. <laughs> well, I, I, a person that I'd worked with, which was just, just had, was hilarious, was um, um, Michael Friedman. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was yeah. a composer. Oh, yeah, yeah a absolutely. He composer for um, uh, Pretty Filthy, a show that I had uh-huh. done downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michael, he reminded me of that character in um, uh, uh, Seinfeld, uh, the guy with the hair who runs Kramer. Kramer. He reminded me of Kramer. I mean, whenever he had like a new song to play for us he for like, the show, I mean, he was hey, just Luma. Like, yeah, he would yeah. Just, just like open the door and he came in and he's like, I got a new song and he just gets sit down. With him. He was really funny without knowing he was funny. Oh, that's he just had, He just had a great yeah. energy about yeah. him. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we adored him. Yeah. Just adored him. And then uh, last one is Champion Heart. Oh, Heart. Wow. So when you put these together, do they make Captain Champion Captain Planet? Yes, they do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Captain Planet Hollywood. I guess somebody who comes, somebody who came to mind when I did How to Succeed, um, Jonathan Freeman. Oh yeah. Who was it in the show? He he and I became really great friends, and he's currently playing um, Jafar. Jafar in Aladdin. Yeah, for, he's been there. For he's been doing it for years. Also, I mean, the voice Jaf- of Jafar. He is, he is Jafar. Jafar. He is Jafar. I love that the champion heart is Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> but he's such a dear. Oh dear yeah, man. I love that. Dear man. Okay, you have one more question. You think oh, you can handle it? I think I can. All right. <laughs> According to your Wikipedia page, you study classical piano for twelve years starting at the age of five 
trained classically in voice with teachers from the Juilliard School and Manhattan School of Music, and studied dance with Lee Theodore of the American Dance Machine, which we've already proven. So I'm Kevin's Corner is 100% correct. <laughs> Machine translation, however, sometimes referred to by the abbreviation MT, is a subfield of computational linguistics that investigates the use of software to translate text or speech from one language to another. On a basic level, MT performs simple substitution of words in one language for words in another, but that alone usually cannot produce a good translation of a text because recognition of whole phrases and their co- uh, closest counterparts in the, ta- the target language is needed. Solving this problem with corpus statistical and neural techniques is a rapidly growing field that is leading to better translations, handling differences in linguistic typology, of, translation of idioms, and the isolation of anomalies. Anomaly Wars on Earth is a real strategy, uh, real-time strategy tower defense video game set in the near future, where sections of an alien spacecraft have crash landed on several major cities, and the player assumes the role of the commander of an army armor battalion sent to investigate anomalies that have occurred in the vicinity of wreckage and neutralize any threats that man exist may exist within the anomaly's field of influence. So my question is, I don't know what it is. <laughs> What is your favorite non-musical sound? Oh, good question. Huh. Children laughing. Oh, oh that's a good Young one. children laughing. Wait, Kevin, I what's think it's yours? Just beautiful. My favorite non-musical sound. Yeah, this is a good question. Oh, that is a good question. I'm glad I, I wrote have it. A second <laughs> one. What's yeah, your second one? Rain. Just oh. rain. Yeah. My answer would be water. Like the waves crashing, or like I was rain. Gonna say, that was gonna be my one was the beach because I grew up near the beach, oh, so like yeah. walking near the beach always calms me. So yeah. like hearing it coming in and out is always a laughter's thing for me. a good one though. Now I'm rethinking mine. Yeah, um, popcorn popping is oh, the clear winner. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Whoa, that's, that's the best. Your best smell or best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. The, like the let's that's go. The experience that starts yeah. with sound. And that has been Kevin's corner. Yay. <laughs> Um, before we play our second game, yes. Um, what's your favorite musical? Oh my goodness! Wow. We bring out the hard hitting questions yeah. toward the end. <laughs> um. Oh God. I mean, I mean, I might, I might. What's my favorite musical? Cabaret is pretty pretty great. I'm on the same page with you. Yeah, I think you know it's it's so rare to have such a great book for a musical. Yeah, and yeah. and plus the music, mm-hmm. you know, because usually the book is what's usually lacking in, sure. in in musicals, and that I thought was just a brilliant book. It was menacing. It was it was sad. It was it was um, <laughs> cheerful. It was it was. Um, God, it was a lot of. Th- it was very dark. Yeah. It was just a lot of. It's also a show that you, c- depending on what actress you plug in, an actor for that matter, mm-hmm. it could be a drastically different show. Oh, yeah. As we've seen over the yeah, years, I feel like a lot of shows, regardless of who you plug in, it, you're gonna get the same basic themes and whatnot. But like, depending on how old Sally Bowles is and Cliff is, and and, Absolutely. and like, and I love when I read like different dynamics. When you read yeah. like the reviews or like the the stories that were written about like when Susan Egan did it, and people were so used to seeing a Sally that people had cast who was a little bit older, who maybe didn't have the like the vocal gumption that like, which is why Liza Sally, did or right, right, things yeah. like that. So it was like having seen when Susan Egan did it, she played it as this like young 
super talented, but because of her circumstances, trapped in this like small club. Oh, wow. I didn't see her. Yeah. And it, like either, so yeah. many people wrote about how incredible that was and like relevatory of her performance because it was a new Sally. Sure. Yeah, Sally is so often portrayed as like not that talented. Right. Like she's like alluring yeah. and amazing and like you can't stop watching her, but like she's not really talented. And, like, well, and that's what Natasha Richardson had brought to the role. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Ellen Cumming. You know, I mean, she was like not the most biggest voice or anything, but she was. Yeah. You couldn't stop watching her. Yeah. And, and yeah. certain productions can be done since all the music is diegetic, the, 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 it can be done as is this actually how good they are or is this just like how good they think they, think they are. are. Yeah. Yeah. It it's depends on how you point. play it. Yeah. I would agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Like if it's like also partly a fantasy. Yeah, for sure. Number. So oh, you have, so obviously everyone should go see Girl in the North Country because, <clears throat> Girl from the North Country because it's amazing. Because yeah, she's from it. Karen. From it. I'm sorry. So, and I play the drums in the show. Oh. oh. Is this your first time playing an instrument it in a is. show? No. Oh. Well, it's well, the first time I've ever played the drums. Cool. That's I had to learn how to play the drums for the show. Her body is an instrument, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, so, so all that dancing. <laughs> <you do. laughs> so everyone should, everyone should see Girl from the North Country. Obviously, that's going to be a big hit when it opens on Broadway. But you I also have so. something else coming up this year that's exciting. Yes, yeah, so I have a release. My, my fourth uh, solo CD is coming out in September. Yes. What's it called? Do you know yet? Yes, I do. It's called Triangle. And oh. it's a Oh! <laughs> I wrote in my questions for you Triangle, and I couldn't remember what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, before you got here, we were going over the questions, and he was like, I wrote down triangles. I don't know if that was for something else, or I just wrote this down. <laughs> I was like, Did you play the triangle in Girl from the Country? No, there's no triangle in the country. So, what, what does that title mean to you? Um, I know I did my research. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Uh, it's called Triangle because um, the lineup is very different. Because Square is boring. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the lineup is, is um, voice, vibraphone, and bass. Cool. That's, That's it? it? That's it. Cool. So it's just these three instruments, so to speak. Uh, it's never been done before in the jazz world. It's never been recorded. Uh, it's a jazz pop album. Um, and with this lineup, I, re I really wanted to challenge the lineup. So my, the, the songs that I do, they're all covers. Um, of pop songs? Some are jazz. pop songs. Some are jazz songs. I threw in Haled's song about love from um, the band's visit. Oh. I, I, always, I always throw in a song from a, 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 a theater piece. Yeah, yeah. Always in my albums. Because it's kind so of like cool. a, a, a nod to Like an homage to it, yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, I have a Spanish bullet. On there, the, I have a heavy metal. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a heavy metal tune on there. Oh, cool! Uh, yes. From System of a Down. Toxicity with vibraphone, bass, and voice. Wow. What? It's really cool. It's a very cool album. Wow. It's very intimate. Obviously, yeah. it's very exposed for all yeah. of us. Um, it was in, it was an experiment to see if it could be done and if it worked, and um, I think it does. Cool. And that's in September of this year. September, and I've got two of the top um, musicians on vibes and bass. I've got Joe Locke on uh, vibraphone. He's like one of the top uh, vibraphonists in the country. Mm -hmm. And James Genus, who plays a lot with Herbie Hancock. He's sure. the bassist on uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, he's just, cool. He's really... Um, 
just terrific. That's and who amazing. are like your like because you do like jazz music and are very well known for it. Who are like your jazz influences or like the people that you look at and are? You know what? I'm. I don't. I didn't grow up with jazz. I am mm -hmm. not a jazz singer, but um, I have performed with a lot of jazz artists. Yeah. I, I've done a video and, and uh, recorded Moondance with Al Jarreau and, um, oh, cool. and se several other um, things. You just have such artists. a smooth voice that it lends itself to jazz. I did a Brazilian jazz. album, a Brazilian jazz album, which I wrote the music for. And Was that I, with your husband? Um, I did a, uh, a duet with him. Yes. But that's it. Okay. And, um, and I, yeah, that's oh, it. That was enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew he was involved somehow. Yes. I, and, and he's done a couple of duets with me on several of the albums. Um, also, a wonderful jazz flutist, uh, Hubert Laws, was on that Brazilian jazz album. So um, When people are like jazz, but like a classical instrument, it's always so incredibly fascinating. Like, jazz piano is some of the hardest things I've literally ever jazz heard piano, play. you said. Yeah, mm -hmm. jazz piano, like, jazz flute, like, things like that. Like, they're doing things with the instrument that, like, people who train all their life as classical well, musicians improv. don't understand how to do. Like, it's... It's improv. Yeah, it's yeah. just, and it's that's so... that's what jazz is, like, it's just, the freedom. It's like, that's like when the instrument really is just an extension of your arm. Like, mm -hmm. it's... Yeah. So yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um... Yeah, I mean, I love a lot of jazz artists, um, but you know, it's, it's... But Barbara has a little bit of like a jazz tinge to like some of the stuff really. that she does. <laughs> some of it. She's pure, she's pure pop. Yeah. She really yeah. Is, she's... Which, and beautiful, you know? Yeah. yeah. Let's play a game. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Sure. Now I have actors in my Lights of Broadway pile. Oh, no. Okay. Um, you can pick ones that you know. I'm not picky about you picking these blinds. Excellent. Um, but this game is just called Will It Succeed? Okay. Instead of How to Succeed. Okay. Great. Um, so pick an actor and then cast them in a project that will have to be a success. Okay. Like, it doesn't have to them. be new. It could be... It could be a revival of something. It okay. could be something new, but something that would... Like be a hit. We we cast them in something. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Just well, a dream. I, oh yeah. Well, did she's you already someone been good? cast. In <laughs> <laughs> and this one has already been cast. Okay, I'll go first. Please. Okay. <clears throat> I got Carrie Butler, okay. the incredibly talented lady who is also part of the Broadway Podcast Network. Yes, she is. She's also an Ithaca alumna. Yes. So what I would do is I would take Carrie Butler and cast her opposite, um, oh, this is going to be good. Uh, um, um, yes. Who's, Who? I can't believe I can't remember his name. Sorry, Whiskey. Uh, he was, he's <laughs> or thank Moulin you, Rouge. Whiskey. Aaron Tveit. Nope. Danny Burstein. Yes. So I would have Carrie Butler and Danny Burstein do When Harry Met Sally the Musical. Mm. Mm. Oh, I love that. And I feel like that would be a huge hit because people love that movie. Cool. And I would hire um, Aaron's and Flaherty to write it. Okay. So it would have that kind of like throwback Ooh. musical feel, but like with contemporary edge. I love that. And I feel like Carrie would be an incredible Sally. Yes. Cool. And she could I would play be so. To can you imagine <laughs> the like end of Act One number when she does like the fake orgasm for like the I'll have what he's having? It's a whole song. Like, I would be so into that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a dance number. Yeah. I like that. So that's what I would cast Carrie Butler in When Harry Met Sally in the musical. Okay. Um, this is tough, kids. I know, me too. This is very tough. I have Sarah Bareilles. 
I'm obsessed with Sarah Perlis. And I, I want know. her to write a new musical. Yep. And as m- m- what I would actually like her to do is to write an original musical that is not based on something. Yes. But for the for, for the game, game yes. um, I'd like her for to it write to be a, a marketable hit. Yes, exactly. This is Will It Succeed? Um, <laughs> I want to, uh, I was going to choose Will Swenson because Will It Succeed? Um, Duh. But, but Duh. then that was where you ended. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, Sarah Bareilles I chose um, because I wanted to write an adaptation of the movie Short Term 12. What is that? Short Term 12 is a movie, it was one of Brie Larson's first movies. Okay. With John Gallagher Jr. was in it. Ooh. Um, there's some really great... I like this, like, the, caliber of people. I think Lit Stanfield, who was in Get Out, was yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And Knives Out as well. Um, uh, it's a... Spe- Knives Out was so good. It's a spectacular film about basically this, like, halfway house for young people. And Brie Larson is one of the, like, quote, counselors at that place. Um, and she tries to help all those kids, and I just think that um, I love a good adaptation of a movie that a lot of people don't necessarily know. Yeah, I think that would be excellent. So, and one female lead, she writes that obviously very well. We need to see more of that on Broadway yeah. in general. Um, and I just think that's a small, little-known movie um, that is one of my favorites. I own it; it's spectacular, and I would I'll really to like that, to see it that. Sounds good. Yeah. Kimberly? This is too I hard cheated because... and I picked two. Okay. Um, and I don't know why this popped into my head, but it did. Mm-hmm. And Alex Brightman and Aaron Tveit, um will be in the social network, the musical. Oh, oh. that's great. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how Aaron Tveit could play both Winklevoss twins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could be the master guy. And with Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. And the roommate, like maybe it's a two-man show, and Aaron Tveit is everyone, and Alex Brightman is. That's so good. I'm at a loss, you guys. I am at a loss. Well, who'd you pick? Well, I love. I I picked Madeline Kahn. I picked Celia Keenan Bolger. Um, oh my God! What if they did a musical of Night Mother? Whoa, that's really dark. <laughs> but that would be incredible with the two of them. It would actually. How yeah. Is that the first you thing know that came to your mind? That's I just thought I was thinking mother daughter show. Mother daughter, but the thing is, they're both these. Well, I, I Celia, I met her in person, and she's like this cheery, happy, you know. Mm-hmm. And Madeline, we all know of being. Oh, wait, do you have a better idea? Not a better idea, but um, what was that movie? Heartbreakers. With, with with Ashley Judd and Nick, Natalie Portman? No, that's a no, different no, 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 one. No, no, that's where the heart is. <laughs> yes. Okay. Heartbreakers is like the one where they Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. And like, I think and it's Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. Yeah. Oh, and they're con. And they're yeah, teaching them how to con. It's men. what's his name from? Uh, oh, everybody. that would be great. Yeah, yeah. that would be a great. Madeline Kahn's comedy would be so oh, good or, in that. Or I think Celia does like the don't kiss me. Oh yeah, would be great. Hear me out. Hear me out. You flip Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. For two for, for two, two, two females. Madeline Kahn as the Lithgow uh, part. That would be so good. Oh, man. I just got goosebumps. You did that's good. A, that's, a, that's a good idea. You, you picked a well, couple. Love, I love both of them. Two, Those yeah, are three great ideas. And you initially yeah. picked Katrina Lang, who already is about to be yeah. in a big She's hit. I was just picturing company. Night Mother, but like written by like Lucy Simon like from Ooh. Secret Garden. Oh, wow. So like that kind of like dark, kind of, like, gothic sound. Mother, where are you? That would be so good. <laughs> uh, 
That's awesome. Let's make all of this happen. I love it. Oh god, I think um, scenes from Night Mother in college, and I'm like, this is above me. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember when I was reading Night Mother when I was in high school, and uh, my mom was like, "What are you reading?" Because my mom's a librarian, so she's just excited when I'm reading anything. And I was like, "Oh, this play called Night Mother," and she's like, "That sounds cool. What is it?" And I told her what it was about, and she was like. That sounds awfully depressing. <laughs> I think you need to say great depressing. Yeah, she was like, let me give you an adventure novel after yeah. this. Like, yeah. <laughs> balance my weird art, artist kid <laughs> out. Um, so, one last question before we go. Okay. What, ha- what have you seen as one of the biggest, the biggest change from when you were in Will Rogers to now in Girl from, from the North Country? What what do you mean? What like change? in the industry? In the change in, in the I industry? Like, They're different shows. You can you can choose however you want to answer this. Interpret, Interpret that. how you want. Completely open ended. What have I seen? The biggest change from Will Rogers? Well, yeah, it could be industry. It could be yourself. It could be audience member. It's totally up to you. Um. Well, ticket prices for one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for seeing a show in a good seat for under $50. Uh, mm-hmm. What came to my mind? Um, from like Will Rogers to Girl from the North Country. Well, the industry's changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, Broadway has changed. It's, uh, it's, I have to say for younger people trying to get into Broadway these days, it's a lot lot harder it's a lot harder to get in because it's uh definitely name driven um mm-hmm. there's a, you, a lot of times you need the stars you know producers are looking for the names to to sell the shows um it's it's harder to break in and there's so much competition so much now and you you just to clarify you're talking about like actually performing in those shows yeah, yeah, yeah. and auditioning for them you yeah. know it's just uh, whenever mm-hmm. a new show comes around it's like oh I'd be perfect for that and then it's like oh they bring in a star or somebody who's got 10 Tonys or something you yeah. know it's like um, so it, for younger people I think it's a lot harder and the competition I think yeah. with all of these shows now on television you know American Idol and The, the Voice and all of that yeah. I mean and the internet the internet has changed everything because in my day, mm, uh, yes. you know, you didn't, you really didn't know what you were up against, what your competition was up against, you oh, know, that's what you did. Sure. You know, now you see everybody, what they're singing, how they're singing. Um, there's so much access and information on the internet that sure. I never had. Um, so you kind of walked in blindly into auditions and, um, you know, you didn't necessarily have a lot of the backstory of the project or who was creating yeah. it, et cetera. So um, now, I mean, if, even when I get auditions now, it's like I just plug in, you know, the TV show or the musical or the director or somebody mm-hmm. and, I, and I get all the information that I need yeah. before I even walk into that room. Sure. So um, the internet has really changed things a lot. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode. It does. Uh, as Kevin had mentioned, uh, check out your album in September. Yes, it's called Triangle. Yeah, but now, yeah, I know, I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, go see Girl from the North Country. That's going to be at the Belasco on Broadway. Yes, yeah, we check start it previews out. Uh, February 7th. Amazing. So it's really oh, soon. Yeah, soon. right around the corner. Um, wow. You can follow her again at Luba Mason on social media. Um, but, and uh, one thing I'll mention is if you can find the Capeman album, uh, definitely give that a listen. It's 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 really great, and it's definitely ahead of its time. It definitely feels like a musical that would have come out two years ago yeah. as opposed to when it did. It's beautiful um, music. 
And uh, we end every episode with a quote. We do? Uh, hey. Yeah. Uh, if you're traveling in a North Country fair where the winds hit heavy on the borderline, remember me to one who lives there. She once was a true love of mine. Um, Scarlet, is that Scarborough Fair? No. No. Bob Dylan. Girl from, from the North oh, Country. Okay. So go Kevin. see Girl from I'm the sorry. North Country. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, go see that. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Whiskey. Um, you can find us at Broadwasted. Hey, that's yeah. us. On all social media. You can join our Facebook group for some theater nerdy stuff. Yeah, we just see more fun stuff and post a lot of stuff because I love responding and seeing all the cool things you guys say about everything you see, everything you're doing. So definitely keep us informed. Yeah, yeah. you can join our Patreon. Uh, we have two tiers. The first one is shot where you get an extra episode and some fun stuff. And then we also have the second tier where you get two episodes and we do show and tell for the second episode yeah join us with some fun stuff yeah um uh, and so uh check us out there um you can find us on the broadway podcast network hey that's us you can also find us on things bpn.fm backslash broadwasted that's us Uh, and then of course you can find us on spotify stitcher uh, and itunes rate and review us there Five stars, please. And thank you. Luba, thank you so much thank for joining so much. us. You guys have been really great. <laughs> You've been great. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We know you're super busy. We're really excited to see Girl from the North Country. We really are. Um, we can't wait. You definitely got us more excited to see it. I can't, now, especially now that I know you're drumming. <laughs> I'm even more excited. No, what I learned is she's playing the triangle. Um, the, <laughs> I will let you know the night I'm there. So if you decide to sing a new life, you can. <laughs> if you just want to squeeze it in there. Okay. <laughs> but um, we raise our glasses. Thank you so much for joining us. Zoom Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.